2: Perfect home sweet home.
3: And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, presented by the U.S. Marine Corps DJ Bucky here, back at it again. New week. We are 10 days away from the NFL draft. We're almost there. Uh, Buck, how you doing, man? Ten days away. 10 days. Almost there. You yeah. know what? Sometimes though, when you got a big event coming up, um, you got to bring in some reinforcements, <laughs> and uh, that's what we've done today. Let's go to the bullpen. Let's go to the
3: bullpen. Let's bring out Lance Zierlein out of the bullpen. What's up, dude? What's going on, guys? How you doing?
0: Right, by the way, give me the the correct. We've been friends for a long time, but Zer, right, so Zer, Zer, so, so.
3: So when when my German people came over, it used to be Zierlein. Yeah. And then I don't know somewhere along the farmlands of Kansas, it became Zerline. Zer. So that's all I know. Yeah.
0: That's all I know. I so. want to say that I've been doing it right, but I'm not so sure.
3: I uh I, mean. I say zerline it's it's funny every once in a while you get people who understand the correct the ie in yeah. german the second vowel is the long sound
0: right. so, well if know. we were there around the nFL podcast we'd get way in the weeds on well, that oh topic. 40 minutes but we're ahead. gonna actually talk football on our podcast okay. um for those that don't know your your story here you've been on with us before but just tell them give them the give them the quick the uh, cliff notes version of, of how you are where you are
3: yeah so um currently i handle the nfl.com team needs I handle draft profiles, so all 500, usually plus, of the draft profiles, strengths, weaknesses, uh, player comps, which is always a lot of fun when you do NFL player (laughs) comps. That's that's my favorite. Everybody's happy
0: with them all the time. Yeah,
3: all the time. Uh, Sources tell us. I I dig around on the sources um, to put on their their profiles when I can. And then, uh, you know, on top of that is if I weren't busy enough, I uh, have – five kids a wife and I do Ooh. a radio show from 6 to 9 every morning in Houston and half for two decades and tell the quick give the quick backstory on your dad too so my dad started off uh, he's he's been a coach since I was you know one um, he was a high school coach in in outside of Houston and and was uh, invited on to Bill Yeoman's staff at University of Houston as an assistant offensive line coach his first season he got beat in the Cotton Bowl by Joe Montana in the chicken soup game made me cry as a little kid nice and then uh he had some other Cotton Bowl appearances. Doug Flutie beat the University of Houston Cougars. He bounced around from Tulane, LSU. He was on a staff at University of Cincinnati with with uh, Rex Ryan, Mike Tomlin, Jimbo Fisher. Oh, it geez. was like a, a it was a crazy talented staff. And then uh, from there, he went with Butch Davis to the Cleveland Browns. He spent a year with Buffalo Bills, won a a ring with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's an offensive line coach, by the way. Retired for a couple of years, and then came out of retirement to uh, join Bruce Arians with the Arizona Cardinals. And that's where Larry Zerline is now, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, And this is his final go-around. This is going to be his last year, and he's going to shut it down for real this time. And my mom's going to have to get used to the fact my dad's actually living at the house again. (laughs) She lives in in, – New Braunfels, outside of Austin in Texas, and my dad lives in a hotel in Arizona, and he's got zillions of. If you guys need any Marriott, places. oh, I bet you yeah, he's no, in no, great shape there. Down. <laughs> yeah, and I told my mom, I said, you know, that dad's eventually going to live here again.
2: Like,
4: <laughs> New Braunfels, you know, by yeah. the way,
3: New Braunfels Smokehouse,
4: best beef jerky in. Oh, jerky. it's awesome. Yeah, it's the best.
5: Every day. day, Sully, be, is, is Sully, or and, and and DJ, you
3: guys talk food. about food, I food. Mean, just, that's, that's right, my guys, for 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 the barbecue stuff. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, we're big on food. We're, by the way, you've been to uh, settle this before we get back into mm-hmm. football. This again, this is a total round the NFL move here. But um, North Carolina mm-hmm. barbecue versus sauce. Tex- versus Texas barbecue. No,
3: I, I like uh, two totally different sauces. So you got the wet vinegar. versus the dry. You got the vinegar and the barbecue sauce. Look, I actually like a lot of people just say it's one or the other. I actually do like the North Carolina. It, it's, um, it's, it's, it's I like the superior, tang- right, Buck? It's
5: superior. I, I like no. the tanginess of the – Get superior. that mustard out of here. Now, I like it's the no, dry what, rubs. What mustard are you talking about
4: Carolina barbecue has mustard yeah, no, in it. You vinegar, don't need that
5: vinegar and coleslaw with a nice little white, it's white right. bun. It's okay. You're not cultured enough. No, no, more. no. I lived in
4: Tennessee. I got plenty of like that pork. But no, it's all about beef. Going to
5: Corkies and that <laughs> other stuff. Like you need to go barbecue lodge. I grew up in Texas. You're not, not going
0: to win this somewhere. argument with me. Did you guys take yeah. music? Remember music class when you're in elementary school? Uh-huh. Yeah. You guys have to do the fish and chips and vinegar, vinegar. Uh-uh. Then you do don't throw your trash in my back, and then you get them going all at the same time. Uh, no, you got, you got, a, those are called rounds. They, uh, <laughs> it's a round. Yeah, that, that'd, that'd, Our music teacher was, was yeah. strong, yeah. so yeah. remember those uh, all those years later. Right, I want to play a game today called Don't Do It. Okay. Uh, so basically we'll take some scenarios in the draft. Teams may be kicking around. Could be considering doing something, and we're basically just going to tell them through through the uh, through the words of Sully, the producer behind the glass. Uh, Sully, get a dry run here. Uh, don't do it. Okay, there you go. All right, so let's start. I'll start it off here. We'll start the game. We'll go around the table. Keep going a couple rounds here. All this chatter, all this buzz. I I'm not buying it. The the Mitchell Trubisky could go number one in the draft. Uh, look, take Miles Garrett. It's a slam dunk. Just take it. It's easy. It don't overthink this thing. Just take the best football player. Don't reach for a quarterback. If you look at the Browns, the trouble they've gotten themselves in for the last decade plus, it's artificially pushing a quarterback up the board. A lot of times coming back in for the second one, Mm -hmm. and it hasn't worked out. So, I I just – when it comes to the Browns, at number one, Mitchell Trubisky. Eh,
4: Don't do it.
5: There you go. All right, Bucky, you're up. I mean, I think that's the strongest one, the – the Mitchell it could be anything, anything related to the draft. And just number don't do one, it. don't do it. Let's see, draft related. Like here's my thing, and I'm gonna talk about it on path today. I understand that this guy's a world class, a phenomenal athlete, and I love what potentially he could become. But I think we've kind of overhyped Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh, and I would be careful drafting him in the top five, just because. You know, we talk about quarterbacks being inexperienced. He's inexperienced. He has an injury history. And I have some questions about his toughness. I'm just not sure I'm ready to invest in him as a shutdown corner.
0: you mm. gotta, you got to queue up Sully in behind the glass there.
5: Sully's distracted. Uh, don't do it. Sully's distracted.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm, not, I'm not distracted. I feel we're, like we're you just don't want to buy doing all doing the work way back here. Yeah. See, I feel like you don't want to buy all the way in, Bucky, to the don't draft.
0: No, he's committing. He's going to commit. He's coming on board. He's getting there.
3: He's getting there on Lattimore. Yeah, wait till we go around another time. He's gonna be. He'll super be fired. On, he, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I like Lattimore. I see. I didn't have as many issues with his some teams that kill him. How about how do you guys feel about this? I, I have friends who have said the same thing. <laughs> one year, I'm like, well, yeah, but you know he's really good. <laughs> one year, I'm like, well, yeah, one year. Same thing. Hooker, one year. Malik Hooker, one year and two, two so, surgeries. So, so
0: here, here's a thing on Hooker that's interesting to me. I've, gosh, I would say if I have talked to fifteen different teams about Malik Hooker, fourteen have been over the moon, rare dude, mm-hmm. and one I've had one team bring that up and say, oh, you know the injuries, this that, and that. No, no. So I'm saying fourteen out of fifteen. So this dude's going. We can talk about him dropping or sliding. No, th- that ain't happening. No, mm-hmm. no, I think
5: I think the Malik Hooker Marshawn Lattimore conversation is a little different. I think Malik uh, Hooker. I think he's only played five years of, like, real football. He played four years. He redshirted one year. But the stuff that you get from him, like, I think he has special traits. I think the thing with Lattimore that concerns me is when I watched the tape the first time through, I thought he had all the skills in terms of turning, transitioning, moving, all of that stuff is beautiful, sexy. But I didn't feel like he was a guy that really liked that that noisy life on the edge. I didn't see him willingly come up and thumb. Now, sometimes you can coach that into people or whatever. And then when you come down – to, like, the, the the hamstrings and all that other stuff. I just wonder, as a guy that you're coming in as a top five pick, you're counting on this guy to be Patrick Peterson, like, in that conversation based on where he comes off on the board. I'm just hesitant to lump him in that because as a top five pick, I think he's supposed to be a game changer from day one, step in and kind of man it. And I just don't – I'm just not all the way sold. I have – but I've had – Defensive back coaches argue me down, like, man, he has world class this, he has that. And I was like, yeah, I just don't know if he's, yeah, you know, if he's tough enough.
3: Well, so, if we're gonna say Patrick Peterson, then I might be with you. I'm not, I'm not ready to. What you remember, bro, had all the way in. Peterson on that. was what? He was five, right? Wasn't he yeah. five in the draft? Yeah. I look, I, I like in a Lattimore special draft a class. I'm saying in a special draft class. I'm just, I'm just saying. I had a hard time finding weaknesses with Latimer. If I'm yeah. being honest with you, it took me a while, and some of it was I didn't think he had a lot of challenges. But he put D.D. Westbrook on lock. He I mean, was fine. I got a real problem with Westbrook right now because you know, he, he ran roughshod over the big twelve. It's not even like yeah, I don't even care because football, it's not so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back and watched and granted it was one game and, and frankly Baker Mayfield got off to a really bad start. When I when I watched that one game, I, I kept waiting for D.D. Westbrook to do something and he didn't do anything. Mm, no, he put, I mean he put him on he put him on blast. I think um, with DeeDee, Dee and
5: some of the things, because I really like DeeDee Dee Westbrook, but I think those issues are real. He's 175 pounds, mm-hmm. and in the Oklahoma State game at the end of the year, he got hit. He stayed down. I mean, you know, yeah. when you're 175 pounds, you can't withstand a lot of punishment. And for all the things that he brings as a big player artist, I think you have to have a clear plan on how to use him and how to pre- protect him so he may be outside-the-numbers player.
3: Can I give you a don't-do-it?
0: Uh, before you do don't do it yeah. let's wrap up a here yeah. sometimes I want I think people maybe wonder kind of when you're watching tape um, to me like when I go through I'll, I've talked about using different color pens all the time my little system that I use when you're going through and watching games and you keep keep your notes you're not going to write on every single, single thing that you see but you, you put down your highlights and then you go after you get done you put your grade together and then you put your summary together but so I just thought from Oklahoma, Nebraska, Clemson, Wisconsin, Michigan. So those are the games I watched. So I'm just going to read through my notes on Lattimore because it gives people a little bit of an idea of kind of the picture that you're seeing when, when you did them. Mm-hmm. Um, so right corner, patient, fluid and press, uh, off he's aware, match a mirror underneath, a uh, little press bail. This is against Oklahoma. Tripped, allowed a deep ball, he tripped. Um, uh, broken play, tracks deep ball, interception, quick read. Uh, Force tackle stays on top, lays out interception. That's the Oklahoma game. So that was phenomenal. Easy, fluid turn, pass breakup pattern match tracks high points of ball. E- this. We go on, go into the next game. Easy mirror stays on top. Um, bail butt to sideline. He's a catch tackler. So that kind of gets a little bit to what Bucky's talking about. I mean, he's not gonna you know he's not gonna mm-hmm. knock your doors off as a tackler, but get you on the ground. Then we get into Wisconsin. Huge hit on the sideline. Ultra fluid effort to support. Uh, low form tackle, force tackle. He's competitive, fights through blocks, tackles. So, like that's just kind of a range, w- and that kind of goes to what you're saying a little bit about. Like, I'm trying to find the negatives and poke holes in this guy, and I come back to the soft tissue issues, the hamstrings being the the major sticking point yeah. for me and that's truthfully why I have him 7th if if it wasn't for the hamstrings I'd have him he probably would be my second I think or third you and I may have had
3: a conversation about it where I asked you what 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 did you see what are the weaknesses on this guy I think you and I might have even had that conversation at one point where I was trying to get something to put in there about you know because I just he's just so smooth Bucky talked about it. the movement and the, the fluidity the pattern matching is really really excellent and and you know what's funny the more you watch you got to watch the right guys because eventually you see everything if you watch long enough. I, I was feeling the same way about Conley, and then I saw him against Michigan. I was like, "Ooh, yeah. okay." Now here is here is some issues. Yeah. Inside releases, he really struggled. I saw panic whenever Darbo got him crossed up and was running crossing routes on him. I saw Con- when you keep Conley outside the outside the numbers, it was a different guy. Like he could just drape over. Wide receivers, but then when I saw him against Michigan and Chesson, who I think is maybe a better player than we saw this year, I'm not sure he was 100% all the way back, and especially Darbo, who I don't think is special underneath at all. I think he's more, you know, got to be second and third level guy. Got to get those legs unfurled and get him going. It just seemed like Conley had some uh, some issues in that particular game, just staying tied to the routes, and that was the that was the one time where I saw that, and I, I started to have because. Those are pro style routes. Those are pro style size receivers. That's physicality. Real thing yeah. f- and I didn't think Bucky, he was a big step up in tack. Now that was a guy that I thought, and I went back and looked at my notes today, that was not a real interested in coming up and really hitting you.
5: Yeah, see it's funny because when uh, watching both of those guys on tape and then going to the Clemson Ohio State game and watching them in warm ups and mm-hmm. watching them play live on the field and taking advantage, I thought Lattimore was the natural. Now, I've dubbed him the natural because all those things you talk about, turns and transitions, he's a clinic tape. Like, he's everything that you want to see in a pro day workout. He can do all those things or whatever. It's just I can't really describe it, and it's probably not fair that I put it on him, but it's just something in my gut that just tells me that he's not necessarily a trained killer, and I worry about the pressure that goes with him being a top five pick as we've dubbed him like a shutdown corner. I just don't know if he's seen enough to be that guy um, early on. Maybe he can be because he has all the physical tools or whatever. I just think it's that shutdown corner moniker, that top five category, like it's reserved for special players. And I just don't know if he's special enough in my mind as a corner to kind of be like, hey, I believe that this guy is a game changer when we put him out there from day one.
0: Last thing before you get to your thing here, Lance, Buck, it's interesting because we always we talk off off the mic about what we get, and you have some great relationship with some positional some position coaches, especially in the secondary. And we've been talking about for a while now that some of them, some of those coaches, like Conley more than Lattimore. Yeah. So then, my relationship, I'm not as dialed in on the coaching side as Bucky. It's probably not even as Lance. I have my, I got a handful of guys I keep up with, but mine are on the personnel side. So I got a text from a decision maker last week. Uh, what's the big deal with Conley? Looks like a second rounder in most drafts to me. Workout warrior, question mark. So, I mean, like, you get it literally. And this is the debate that's going on inside the draft room. It's the exact same thing you got coaches and, and personnel so guys it, going against each it's other. It's funny,
5: man. I wish I could reveal it. what we name. do here Maybe, the sticks. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we, we pull back the
0: curtain
4: here. Yeah, there no, you go. But, yeah.
5: <laughs> but, but after the draft, it would be interesting to have this because I had a secondary coach talk about the head coach, came down to the room, be like, hey, man, we got to get Lattimore. Mm. He was like, coach, we're not going to get him. He's He's going to be – Long gone. But, yeah, we need someone who can flip and move and turn around and run around and jump over buildings in a single bound. And he's like, Coach, we, we have to look at this next tier because we don't have a pick up there where we can get him. And he said, you know, the, the challenge that I have is the expectation, no matter who we take in the first round, that guy has to be what we're trying to make Lattimore and some of these other guys. They need to be Superman on the edge, but all of them are not created equal. And for me, I'm trying to get a guy – that I can get on the field with very little instruction, tinkering, like I need you to be ready to go and ready to play. And he said it's tough because depending on where your head coach is in his contract and where you are in the rebuilding process, sometimes your eyes can have you, well, I know this guy isn't as good as this guy, but I know if I get him, he's going to be the same guy that I see on tape. Where the other guy could be better Mm – but it may take him a while, and I don't have that patience. And so it is, and it's very dependent upon when we have those discussions. Talk about decision makers and who has the sway, who has the big stick. Is it the coaching staff, or is it the scouts? Because the scouts would say, "Hey, you got to be patient. He's going to develop." The coaches want right now, right now, ready day one. I need to be able to put him on the field and. I don't want to have to do a whole lot of coaching because I'm not going to get credit for, hey, man, I made him really better by next year. He's going to be great because someone
0: so else will be coaching. coaching No question. All right, what's your what's – your, that's a good one. How about what's your don't do well, it?
3: Well, I would say um, my do, don't do it would be, frankly, I could expand into the whole class. So I'd say Jets quarterback. Don't do it. <laughs> I, don't take a quarterback. <laughs> that was a good six. one, silly. That was good. Don't take that. a quarterback against six. I just think, you know what, you've been – the Hackenberg thing is going to be a miss. Should have seen that coming last year, but it's going to be a miss. And I would, if I'm that organization, I don't know how they feel about Todd Bowles and if they're all the way in on Todd Bowles. And if you're not, I don't think I would give a, a potentially an outgoing staff a brand-new quarterback. I just I don't think I would do that. And, in fact, and I know you're not supposed to do this, but if you just peek ahead to the quarterback class next year. Oh, we've talked about it. Yeah, I mean. We have. I know you're not supposed to, but if you peek ahead, it sure does look like why do we want to lock ourselves in again with a quarterback if you don't really, really believe in it. So I would say don't do it to the Jets in the first round at a quarterback. And, frankly, I just – you know, I, I this is my home stuff that's going on right now. I had a team tell me for the first time, don't believe all that stuff. It's smoke. Everyone's trying to push him up the board. And, and in fact, there's a belief that all this – this some of this hype about quarterbacks – Tom Savage. – is being pushed so that good – Especially, oh, by, yeah. especially by middle of the first teams who are praying some of this really sweet defensive talent falls back towards them.
5: I think the bigger thing as scouts, if we went back and looked at our notes and we said, January 1st, put the pins down. <laughs> oh yeah, make in, Can't make any changes to your grades. Like right now your grades are locked in January 1st. It would be interesting to go back and look at what we thought about those quarterbacks back then because the conversation back then Do we have a first-round quarterback? Mm -hmm. Is there anybody worthy of pulling the trigger? How we had it stacked at that moment. Who was the number one quarterback? We both had Kaiser. We like Kaiser. I had two.
3: I had had one Trubisky and and two um, Watson. To this day, I've got Mahomes 46, and i got Kaiser behind him.
5: So, it it would be interesting to go back and look because what's inevitably going to happen, Mm -hmm. they're going to play. And then when they start playing, we're going to be like, see – I told you, I should have stayed with my gut or whatever. To me, it it reminds me of the Johnny Manziel, Teddy Bridgewater year that we had in here, where we had Bridgewater ranked one, uh, we had Johnny John, it was one one a, we had Derek Carr kind of like a borderline first round talent. Neither one of us really loved Blake Bortles, and the hype machine got to going. We didn't flip. We flipped Teddy B a little bit, but we stayed. But then as soon as the year played, we like. Why do we do that?
3: Yeah. Like, but why do we Watson, do that? I mean, Watson's Teddy, Johnny is Mahomes potentially. Mm-hmm. They do. They both get outside the pocket, gunslinger types. And then who is? I guess who is Trubisky? Is he? Is he Carr or is he Bortles? That's what we're I gonna don't, find
5: out. I don't think he's Carr, mm-hmm. and that's hard for me as an alum. Like I don't think he's Carr. I'm not willing to say he's Bortles, but it kind of goes back to the same thing. Like he, he's a one year wonder. And if you really look at this season. He played great the first six or seven games, and then it kind of fell off. Yeah, And for me, mm -hmm. um, it kind of fell off when he started sniffing around about his NFL prospects. And once he started getting kind of hold and kind of the hype machine started talking, people started talking about, oh, he could come out, I think it kind of fell off. And the way I look at it, I just don't know how you can beat Florida State and Miami and play pretty well in those games. And then when they needed you to play against Duke, NC State, and Stanford, like three duds in a row. And so he did not play well.
0: I've been going on my phone here today. This is like the – I guess we call this the little behind-the-scenes the archive uh, uh, Archive here. So this was a text I got, and it's – again, see, see if you guys track – if you're with me on this, you track with me on this one. Uh, the QBs in this draft, however you have them ordered, but it just seems like there's three tiers, right? You've got – it looks like right now, in terms of not what we think of them, but what will transpire – Trubisky, Watson, Mahomes—that's the tier one, right? Probably three potential. I think two for sure. Sh- I think two for sure. Maybe three first rounders. Then you go to the second tier, which is Kaiser and Davis Webb, kind of in that next group. I think
3: I, you'll see I, them I come I, off there. Swear to you, I don't know how Davis Webb got there. Oh, here there's some love on the street. Oh no, now. oh no, yeah. I, I know is, there yeah. is yeah. a lot of love on the but street. I just know that there's also. A preponderance of tape that suggests maybe he's not that guy. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that's how I saw it.
0: Okay. Then the next, the tier three is you get to Dobbs, Peterman, and then Kaya if he makes it into that. You know, that's. I think it's Dobbs and Peterman are the two established guys in that tier three, and, and we'll see. I think Kaya could be that next one. So, and then what gets me to this? Teams in need of quarterbacks: Cleveland, Jets, still Chicago could look at one. Chargers for a replacement, Arizona for a replacement, Kansas City, New Orleans for a replacement, Pittsburgh for a replacement, Houston, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Washington, San Francisco, uh, and you go uh, the Giants. You know, could potentially as well look for one for Eli and Seattle. Sure has been sniff- sniffing around a lot. Of yeah, I mentioned the Chargers. So literally, the, the last thing in the text is supply and demand in strong favor of QBs. Yeah, so, I mean, we can we can. Cut them, cut them up however we want to cut them up. But there is a lot more teams that need them than there are quality quarterbacks. So that's going to push those guys at the end of the
5: day. Yeah, the, va- the value goes up. I think here's the thing. If if we really looked at the entire class and we were using kind of, I guess, like the mythical thing, which one of these guys is a game changer, a franchise savior, Who who is the guy? Like who is the guy that we say, look, <clears throat> regardless of circumstance or what's around them. They're gonna to come to the organization and they're going to do the quote unquote Cam Newton. It's our Luka.
0: trucks
3: and trailers thing that we always like. Talk like about. who who
5: are the trucks in this group?
3: Yeah. Like I don't I don't. You know. only have potential trucks. You know I mean for me, look I think it's funny because I think the two guys with the highest upside are probably the two biggest wild cards: Kaiser, in Holmes and Holmes. Kaiser. Yeah. I mean they're the, they're the guys that if they lived up to the physical ability. That, you could have some wild guys there. And
5: and see, that's, that's the funny thing because I think part of our fascination with Kaiser is and if we closed our eyes and said what an NFL quarterback is supposed to look like yeah, and throw the ball like and do those things when he's on, when he's on, he's the prototypical NFL franchise quarterback. Even when these other guys are on, and may, maybe Mahomes, Mahomes just plays in such a frenetic Sandlot pace that it's – it's almost like watching – I can't say it's like watching the Warriors. It's a little like watching <laughs> the the Houston Rockets. Right. I watched them yesterday. <clears throat> when it's good, the three-pointers are going. James Harden is doing good, his thing. Yeah. We, we're cooking it up. Uh-huh. It's nice. But with Mahomes, there's so much chaos to his game that it kind of drives – it drives me crazy. But you're right. You could see him mm-hmm. in a Matt Stafford yep fashion. Say, you know what, boys, y'all put it on
3: me and I'm going you know, the one thing I really like about him, though, is – and this is gets to your gut feeling you talked about. you got to have a gut. you got to be able to play poker, read people. There's something about the way he carries himself on the field that I like a lot. I mean, he's very competitive. He thinks he's that guy at all times on, on the field, and you want that. I mean, you want that from your – Sometimes it works for him, yeah. But at the same time, you don't want a guy who thinks he's Brett Favre and can't figure out that – Brett Favre stuff is like once in a generation, and Brett Favre it's also a unicorn. Okay. But but Brett was also a he also killed his team at times too. I mean let's he did. And and see, I'm always
5: I'm always partial with Brett. I was playing in Green Bay, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, whatever. He won three straight MVPs. <laughs> is that good? He won three straight MVPs, yeah. and there was a magic to him that was ridiculous. Like you just felt like you could give him the ball. So right. and I think because he played so long. We got away from that part of it, but when he was at his best, he didn't take those chances that we saw, like, later in his career. Like, he would fit it in, but his arm talent was at a different level. The reason I always call Mahomes, I kind of liken him to Jay Culler, because when Jay Culler was at Vanderbilt, he had to do everything to make the win. But the thing was, he never learned as a pro how to
3: dial it back and when you can kind of, okay, now we have to go for it. And you know what's sad for him is thats that – Shanahan traded. I mean, Shanahan had him, and he would have been perfect it'd have been, in that He would have
5: been a ter- different career arc.
3: Completely different because he, it's not a lot of decision-making. The boot action stuff allows you to make two, make a quick read, high and low. I mean, it would have been completely different. And him. he would
5: have grown. Like, eventually, he would have let him develop and grow. Maybe he grows into, like, a baby L in right. terms of the way that he plays. But it's different. So, with Mahomes, it would be interesting to see if we could put him on the board. And figure out how much he really knows about football and coverages and those things because
3: the system too, sometimes when I see him in a system, I'm like,
1: Man, I
5: just don't know. Did
3: you care did you guys care about stuff like his dad being a major league baseball pitcher? Like how much That was good. That, that's now? a bonus in the room. I think
5: yeah, it's a bonus like, because I think you know what it's like to grow up as a pro. Yeah, he knows what it's like. The stage is gonna be too it's not gonna be too much for him when he stands up there, he's the number one pick and all that other stuff. Uh, he kinda gets it, he's been around it, he kinda knows what that life is like. To me, those things would be beneficial. Um yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it as, as a negative. I think the only thing that's really a negative is to me is just the style of play and the careless regard for the football because it's the number one deciding factor in who wins and loses games, turnovers. And so can he play in a style where I'm like, hey, I don't need home runs. I just need some singles, some mm-hmm. doubles, and that stuff. Uh, take it all away, throw it to A. Can't go broke taking a profit. Two quarterback sayings
0: it would be very could he, good could, for him could can he fall in love in with into.
5: the can he fall in love with the check down? Can he fall in love with being very, very boring at the position because everyone talks about the great ones, Tom Brady, the Drew Breezes. They Aaron Rodgers, they really make their living with the check down. The underneath stuff and allowing people to do it, then they find a way to surgically dial it up.
0: All right, last round of Don't Do It, and this is going to be food-related because Bucky likes talking about food. Mm -hmm. Um, Here we go. Food, Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So draft day, especially if you're picking in the 20s, Uh, when it comes to cookie consumption early in the morning. Don't do it. Yeah, don't get started too early on the cookies because you're going to have a lot of cookies in the draft room. There is a lot they got all. Cater- we have a lot of catered. cookies here. Yeah, they might have it here. Uh, really, we so do. Yeah, yeah. You got to be a yeah, little bit careful. You got to time that up a little bit. Yeah, you want to you want to aim for two an hour. Okay, two cookies an hour. You can two an hour. Yeah, two an hour is very reasonable. I've, trust me, I've seen people go. I mean, it's a lo- it, the
5: draft no, is no, no, no. like. I crush, seven, you don't have time. Seven, eight hours. hours. <laughs> you,
0: don't, you don't have a lot of. You don't have time seven, to, to disappear. You got to go get your get your stick and move. Go get your two cookies. You come back. I used to crush the 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 diet soda, but I've given that up. It's like, like a, a dozen cookies ago. on the day
5: on draft day, DJ.
0: Minimum, yeah, minimum. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, it's like I mean, it's a dozen. I mean, it's six hours. I said, I said just – The first round is like five and a half to six uh, hours. Just pace yourself. I would yeah. say – DJ,
3: you
4: have the metabolism like of, of a <laughs> horse? Like what's going on here? Got double down. Hey, you yeah. get a
0: workout. The thing is the other thing on draft day, I would always get a great workout in. Because my usually I think my my wife and kids would – they would well when I was with this Area Scout, they were obviously weren't in the city. But even when I was in Baltimore, um, they, there was no reason they would go away for a while, just kind of go see her mom or whatever. So I'm by myself. So I would go over there. I would get an unbelievable workout in before the draft started. We play we play basketball. Maybe <laughs> get, get it, some racquetball. You have to because you're about to have twelve. Cookies. Well, then I would get an executive. You got to get the executive in. Get a steam get, in. Get a steam in. Oh yeah. And then
3: uh, and then uh, and then you're good to go. And then you just go crush cookies for the whole time. Let me tell you, me. So last year, you don't have to do this. You're on that sweet. Network life on the now life when we're on set in Chicago and it's pouring down rain on day three and yeah. we've got six hours <laughs> and we've got to use the bath and there's a pit coming every three minutes. Yeah, and we have to use the bathroom. And it's like it's first thought, you had to run through the rain
0: to get to get your Gatorade, a- you Gatorade cup. Get your Gatorade cup. Hey, speaking
4: of that now show, do not miss it Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, NFL now live prescripted are uh, presented by Prescripted, presented by Courtyard by Marriott. Going to hey. have Bucky. And Lance,
3: that's right.
4: And so Ronnie, Sean, I, you, could, you
5: could obviously, Sully, you could Sully, obviously get watch the DJ stuff, but you got I, two or three d- guys right here. I didn't even drink water last
3: year. I'm like, I can't even. Yeah. have I don't. Sip I, don't I don't know if we're gonna
5: have Sully do the un, the me undies read.
0: No, <laughs> Ooh. no. Do we get to do? That? We don't get to do that on the on today's pod, do we? Yeah, you do. We do. Yeah. Where is it? Uh I could I could get it to you guys. I'm going to need a hard copy. Yeah. Oh, I I did I text need a hard copy you. for some soft underwear. Yeah.
4: I <laughs> I did text it to you, but it is a little little small for the for the reads. Um I got I got to don't do it. Let's not, Hey Lance,
0: jump in with us here.
4: Yeah. I got I got to don't I got to don't do it before we jump into the Meandies. Okay. Um to plug another plug inside scoop. Lance Sterling, Bucky's jumped in on that too. Uh there's an exec a couple weeks ago that said to Lance that uh, Jamal Adams is is shooting up draft boards and don't take him. I say don't do it. Take the guy. Don't pass on Jamal because I know it's Bucky, a double, Bucky negative. double negative. Double don't, negative. Don't not pass. Don't, don't, don't not, not pass. Take don't yeah, not take it's him. a little shaky. <laughs> don't 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 do it. Don't don't do it. When it comes to Sully's mic, <laughs> we don't don't do it. <laughs> not do it. Oh, ouch, I mean, DJ. I mean, <laughs> but he's never one on, Bucky said he's the best player in the draft
3: potentially. Why would you pass him? Well, because like, there are some like, guys like who still don't believe in safeties. If you think he's a box safety, and there's some, still some people who f- live in that life a predetermined line, you either are a playmaker or you're a box guy. And if you're a playmaker, you're a first-round safety. And if you're not, there's still some people who don't believe in, uh, who don't believe in, in drafting safeties in the first. Lance, quick question. Yeah.
0: Uh, have you been settling for store-bought underwear five-packs? 'Cause I have something that's gonna change your life for the better. It's called me undies.
3: Nice. What is me undies, you ask? What is that?
0: Oh, just seriously soft, feel good, undies delivered right to your door. Uh you know, they're designed right here in LA, made from sustainably sourced what are they made from, Bucky? Micromodal. A fabric three times. Micromodal. So-
5: yeah. Yeah. silly Th- Sully. You, jump in? Sully- <laughs> Sully- you, you <laughs> jumped in yeah. all out of rhythm. Micromodal. Yeah, a, okay. a fabric three times softer than cotton. Me undies softer than soft. Lux undies comes in and ever changes selection. Well, what what style what styles are they, Bucky? You know, they come in a bunch of different styles. Oh, give Classic, it to me. Classic Panda. colors, bold shades, adventurous patterns like Panda. Yeah, the Panda. Pa- we got Panda. Panda, Panda I'm, Panda, I'm wearing, Panda, I'm wearing those today. Yeah. So you can tailor your undies to your own personal style.
3: Boxers and boxer briefs. I can get different types of yeah, styles. Whatever you too. need.
0: And if you're, if you're into saving money, uh, you can Is save time and money. Is there a promo money? code? Each month. Oh, we're going to get there. Oh, each we month
5: to- with a monthly subscription. And I know Sully's a bit of a commo- commitment foe, but if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save. That's because Me Undies is offering you 20% off your first pair. Just use our special URL, MeUndies.com slash NFL2017, and get 20% off your first pair. Do it, Lance. Go ahead, revamp your
0: underwear drawer. You deserve it. Um, you. I do deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash NFL2017, MeUndies.com slash nfl Twenty seventeen, and they'll
3: deliver it to me.
0: We're talking about maybe even you know to your door, Lance. Maybe we could get with the Meundies folks and see if you if you put in Lance in the uh, promo in, code in the promo code, we could even get you an extra one percent off there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, we gotta we gotta get going here, boys. We gotta go do a show. One question for you before we leave, Lance. Uh, um, what is your relationship with Malik McDowell? Are you representing him? Are you related to him? I'm just looking at your list here and trying to figure out. Uh, how I you mean. Have him. Just long,
3: line. talented, athletic. I mean, I, that's what I like. If, if you don't like that, if you want shorter arms with guys who can't get off the ball and uh, and don't have a lot of uh, athletic <laughs> traits, then you're going to be fine. There's some other guys in the draft that you're going to love.
0: So, to summarize, stat sheets are for
3: losers. Uh no I just believe in the upside of let me tell you I've got a great I got a I got a great on my a down I'm like every time I look at that thing I'm like oh and I and I've done this incrementally it's done this you, you should see where it was in like January fourth
0: oh off the Notre Dame game alone he looked like a top ten pick
3: yeah but he's terrible he's ter- <laughs> I mean, there are people that was who a that, quick turnaround oh right uh, well I got it but listen I think he can be a player but am I drafting him I don't know if I am. You don't do but it. But you can have them, <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. Don't, it. don't, don't do it. Do it. Yeah, nice.
4: Yeah. Sully. Listen, pay no attention nice. to my grades.
0: Yeah. Nicely done. Sully, free underwear for you this week. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh, all right, Micromodal. Got, uh, by the way, this is Move Six brought to you by the U.S. Marine Corps, by the way. I didn't know if you knew that. My a Marine. hoo Oh, there you go. See? Get it Bring it. Forward. We just brought it yeah. full circle right there. All right, Lance, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. I think you might be back in again uh, Thursday. Making you pull double duty. You here that's Thursday? Fine.
3: I'm not here. Okay, I yeah, it you won't be phone, here. But I'll be here almost all next week, though. Okay, well, make another return. You gonna appearance. do it? Do you guys do podcast week of the draft? Uh, does a fat baby Monday. fart? <laughs> okay, <laughs> a lot. It's, it's fat a fat baby fart. Yeah, guys.
1: Come on,
0: uh, yeah, that's uh, we don't we don't slow down here on Move the Sticks. All right, boys, that's uh, that's gonna wrap it up here. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. This is Move the Sticks presented by the U.S. Marine
3: Corps.